self-development with tactics. So I'm gonna go ahead with the system, you know, the summary of a book all around dating and dating for men specifically. So yeah, um, we're gonna go ahead with critique point number two, which is sometimes over gaming. Tot comes from our SD, which is based on routines, teasing, push-pulls, lots of latha and a lot of quote-unquote game. That's your stereotypical PUA style kind of thing. And you see that a lot in Todd's method. He was the best of the RSD pack, in my opinion, but just sometimes I feel Todd overdoses the teasing and loving at the girl, which can lead to a competitive dynamic instead of a collaborative one. This isn't just my opinion, by the way. I talked about it with Keitha, or Keitha um, who is one of the best, if not the best player in South Korea. He gets real results and he is a man whose skills and mindset I personally respect and can vouch for. I hold Kath's opinion in high regard and he felt to say the same way about Todd's overgaming sometimes. Sometimes. I want to point out sometimes. Overgamers get lots of shit tests. I feel one reason PUAs talk a lot about shit tests is because they get lots of shit testers. Oh, tests. And they get them because they come across as too gamey. Women don't know if they're for real, so they feel the need to throw stumbling blocks. The bad news is that it is not true that the better the woman, the more games you need. As a rule of thumb, the better the woman, the more overgaming will doom you. Higher quality women and alpha females are more likely to want direct alpha males who go for what they want without too much verbal smoke. Which is exactly what this smart woman tells Todd. There's a little transcript. Todd, I'm very shy. I rarely travel. I get really nervous around girls in particular and never had an interest in life experiences. And her? You know what your problem is? Already a bad frame. You're, o- you're overconfident. You try too hard. You do have this thing where it looks like girls are your enemies. You overgame. Todd was going for the old PUA technique of DHV, which is demonstrate higher value. But like with the early PUAs, it is a bit too obvious. It feels like cheap social climbing, and as a rule of thumb, the higher you go in life, the more your demonstrations of high value need to be subtle or indirect. Over teasing, sometimes Todd also pushes women who like him a little bit too on the edge, and when you do that, you might not be able to bring them back. You can't turn women off with overgaming and too much push pull, especially when they already like you. Which, you know, to some degree also does not make much sense if you know you're already in a good place. But yeah. Overgaming also leads to self-rejection, and you can read more here. Self-rejection rejection is killing your seductions. Once a girl likes you, it's best to set an us-together frame, which is a collaborative frame, versus continuing to tease. So here's an example, and there is an example, 
and I highly recommend you checking out the article and also therefore then checking out the examples because yeah just because it makes sense if you really want to get everything out of this article and I'm also after I've recorded gonna watch these since it's just really interesting as well over teasing over gaming and what I call gaming past the mark is something that POEAs sometimes fall into that being said, she still liked him and he ended up leaving with her. So overall, it was still a successful interaction. Yeah. The third point, the negative point number three is sometimes could be higher power. One of the consequences of gaming a lot is that it comes across as low power. Alpha male types tend to be more direct and grounded. They talk slower, tease and laugh a bit less and especially they don't laugh to release tension. So an example of releasing tension with laughter here. This girl was being confrontational from a frame control point of view. She was one-upping him. Whatever this means, laughing as an attempt to look superior by not taking her seriously was good. But still, it was too much laughing, resulting in a loss of power, dominance and also leadership. Higher power is especially recommended when you already have attraction, when you are high SMV, which is social market value, or when you simply want to be bold and efficient. If she reciprocates higher power leads what if she reciprocates higher power leads to quicker sex. Zero LMR. No shit tests and as well and as well also makes her lust for you far more. You can see a story example here. Example of high power cold approach. I mean there's actually so many things that I want to go through. He's he's linking quite a lot of interesting and probably pretty much valuable things there so I might also check them out um, after I finished it up which is actually uh, soon the case. Some quote-unquote risky jokes. Todd jokes often about the girl taking advantage of him. One of those jokes is the girl stealing one of his kittens. <laughs> he wants to convey that they want something from that they want something from and that they will spend the night together. I would personally stay away from those types of jokes because they evoke violence and the risk of a serial killer. Women do think about that stuff sometimes and I think it is... Uh, well, I think it makes sense that they think about that. I mean, the chance of, of a male being... Well, in the end... In the end, from a, from a physical perspective on the chance that a male is more powerful than a, than a female is, is really, really, really high. And when you're just getting yourself into a situation where you are very vulnerable, you know, it, it could lead to some really, really, really fucked up shit. But um, th this kind of lets me realize how, how dangerous that actually is. I mean, me as a male and or I would in general say males, even though this is a heavy generalization and one should not be doing so because there are so many exceptions. But for the sake of the argument, just going to do that now. Um, I mean, there is there's not a lot of things that I have to fear. Of course, if, if I'm getting stabbed with knife or whatever it might be, um, whatever weapon it might be, it's, it's not going to lead to too many good things for me. Obviously not. 
but but in the end like the chance is not that high the chance is not that high that i'm gonna gonna die uh just quote unquote while having a one-night stand quite you know it is just not the case so it i think definitely is something to consider and think about and um you know it's it's probably also not the uh, the environment that you want to create when you are interacting with a person like you want to you know, you, you maybe want to be mysterious, but you <laughs> do not want to come across as, as a fucking killer. I mean, yeah. That being said, Todd is very self-critical and goes back in the videos and analyzes his own mistakes. That's a great bonus of his program. You get his own commentary on his own interactions, and he has a very good grasp of social dynamics. Power dynamics and dating power dynamics. I would actually really like to go through power dynamics afterwards since we're going to have a bit of time left. The fifth is a bit of complex system to internalize and strange names don't help. The system can be complex, and in my opinion, it's complex in good part because of the name Todd's chosen. The old concept of showing interest becomes showing intent, but intent is not intuitive, and then intent becomes a subset of premise, but premise sounds a lot like frame, and it's not intuitive at all. And there there is, or there are premises within the premise, and some terms like qualifying and validation that are used somewhat differently than in previous PUA literature. There are standard and agreed terminologies in seduction and power dynamics, making up new words adds unneeded complexity and confusion, which I definitely agree to. If you're anything like me, chances are that after a few weeks you've gone through the system, you will not remember the system because the names and steps are not very intuitive. Which is um, not good. The sixth and last point is filler words are less confidence. Todd is a great teacher and when gaming he knows which words to use because he focuses a lot on them. I think he could step it up even more if he addressed the how to speak. For example, filler words, better diction, remove upspeaks. You can hear an example of upspeaks. Filler words are useless utterances like um, uh, so the people use to fill the silences. Filler words are known to make you come across as less confident and more nervous. Also see the verbal expressions of, of I'm sorry, submissiveness. 15 signs of verbal submissiveness well i I do want to point out that i don't necessarily necessarily think that filler words make one sound less confident i think it really depends on how you're using them if you come across as a very thoughtful guy you know if you're just quote-unquote marketing yourself in that way then filler words can be used just to quite drag out the point i mean if you say like just let me think about that a bit and then you go like hmm and you know you you take a bit of time and you wait a bit and you actually think hopefully and then you come up with something but of course if you're just like uh yeah how are you doing um i really like your dress yeah of course this is not that confident as hey how are you doing? I really like your dress. Yes. And probably also your tonality. I do think there might be actually something like, you know, women liking deeper voices. Could be the case. I don't know. 
would actually have to look that up to um, validate that. Anyway, Todd Valentine review. I think Todd Valentine is one of the best dating coaches around. I like his approach, which is rational and level-headed, based both on experience and a solid theory. I like how he relates to people and women, demands respect and enforces his boundaries without going all macho, alpha male postering style. He also moves beyond the typical black and white thinking of red pill style dating advice which has tainted quite a few dating coaches. Todd Valentine is free of bitterness and the anger that taints some fringes of the manosphere and yet he is, not, he is no idealist, he just calls it for what it is. In my opinion, being a pickup artist is also the main drawback of learning seduction from Todd. Having learned game with the early pickup theory and having grown professionally within RSD, which stands for, I actually don't know, unfortunately, his style can sometimes come across as a bit gamey. In his YouTube videos, talking to the camera, he is very grounded and rather high power. But in his infields, he changes personality and becomes way more talkative, more playful, some laughing, feels forced, and he becomes somewhat less powerful and less authoritative. Or authoritative. That can be good sometimes, but to put uh, women at ease. But sometimes I feel he overdoses it and laughs too much. Which I, by the way, also have seen since I've, in the meantime, you know, between the two recordings of the two episodes, have been watching a few videos um, to, to kind of just see what I can find something first of all and second of all whether it's actually good content and I, I would actually say so I mean in terms of production value it's it's actually pretty high and also in terms of the information that you're getting out of it even though I've just really been looking for the in-field videos but uh, not not necessarily the the commentary of him I still think that the information is also pretty good, always going to be pretty good. And some other time I feel he exaggerates with the game, especially the teasing and push-pull. Still, all in all, he's one of the best dating coaches around at the time of writing. I think Todd's YouTube channel is the best when it comes to game. The system review. I really like the system and I learned a lot from it. Most of all, my stock approach was very direct and that's what I used the vast majority of times. Following Todd's advice of trying out different styles, I moved slightly more towards an indirect approach and I'm liking it. See the best dating books for guys. And for the people that are interested, this article is written by Lucio, or probably Lucio, Buffalmano, who holds a master's degree from La Sabienza, Department of Communication and Soci uh, Sociological Research and is a member of the American Psychology Association, which is the APA. I didn't know that. He studies psychology, persuasion, social, social strategies and anything related to people and power dynamics. You can learn everything Lucia has teached with Power University which, as funny as it is, is number one spot. Didn't know that there is uh, the Power University. But that's actually... What if I... What can I get here? No, it's a YouTube video. I'm not going to show that. Verbal expression of submissiveness. We could also talk about that. Agreed terminologies and seduction and power dynamics. 
Let's actually really quickly have a look at that. Maybe there's some co cover promos, frame, judge, manipulation, negotiation, power, seduction slash game, social dynamics. Well, entries marked with them are concepts or techniques that have been first described, the first developed by the powermost.com and or their community. When entries marked with TM expand or build upon other authors' work, due credit is provided. I see. Well, power dynamics, this is what I've been searching for. Power dynamics, what is it and how it affects you? This whole website is dedicated to power dynamics and this article provides you with an overview of what power dynamics are and why they matter to you. Definition. The science of power negotiation among people and groups, as well as the ability to acquire social status and influence, recruit or bend others to one's will on the way to reaching certain goals. And I will define power as power is the ability to achieve predefined goals. This definition also shows that power in and on itself is agnostic and it's neither good nor bad. It's all about how you use it. Well, yeah, the first one is the leadership power dynamics, the study of power relations among leaders and followers. Leadership is all about power dynamics. As a matter of fact, it's power dynamics that differentiate between great leaders and poor ones. Poor leaders solely rely on rank and formal authority, hard power or power over, while better leaders acquire power by virtue of their personality and people's skills, making others want to follow them which is power through, which, if you think about it, makes way more sense. Because if somebody wants to follow you, which means that you don't have to force this person, which means that there is some intrinsical motivation, they're going to work harder. They're going to do a better job. They're going to do better in, in general. Um, great leaders would acquire social status with, within groups, even if they had no rank and formal power over others. Once they also get the rank they then also acquire the formal power, which is just serves which just serves as additional formal recognition of the already existing power. Social power dynamics. Social power dynamics and social skills are very similar, but this website believes the following. You are not really going to become socially skilled unless you learn power dynamics. Why? Because people respect more those whom them to be whom them to be high power. You can only be effective with others when you learn how to persuade. Unless you learn power dynamics, you can easily become a victim of manipulation. A good person is ruined among the great numbers who are not good. And then there is stating power dynamics and power dynamics in relationships, workplace power dynamics, power dynamics in social sciences, um, power dynamics, psychology or, and sociology. I see. I would actually like to have the stigma of power dynamics. It's actually a very comprehensive and long article. Public scorn, provide consumption, feminist manipulation while learning power dynamics. The main advantage of learning power dynamics is not that you can dominate the frame or be the leader of a group. Those are part of it, but not the main goals. 
is that one of the biggest benefits as well as one of the major goals of learning power dynamics is to move beyond value subtracting behavior and to either demand or influence others to adopt more value adding behavior this is the essence of enlightened collaboration which allows you to build an inner circle of great value adding relationships with other high value folks Learn to set more collaborative frames for more win-win relationships. Learn to move more relationships from confrontational co to collaborative. Learn to defend yourself from nasty power moves and social assault. Learn to recognize toxic people. And finally, learning how to become a higher quality, more effective and powerful individual. Power dynamics. But yeah, got into the episode there. Wish you the best. Hope you've learned something. If you have, comment it down. Don't remember. Yeah, don't remember. Don't forget to subscribe. I would appreciate that. And I'm going to see you the next time. Bye-bye.